Hey friends, welcome to The Perfectionist Guide to Mothering. I'm your host, Andrea Fortenberry. This is a podcast about finding freedom from perfectionism to show up for the life God has for you. Mom life is messy, unpredictable, and just plain hard sometimes, but it's also amazing. I believe God uses it all to grow us into the women He wants us to be. We can't do motherhood on our own. We need God's help. We need wisdom from other moms. We need the encouragement of community. I hope you'll find all of that and more as you listen in. Welcome to episode 67 of The Perfectionist Guide to Mothering. Happy New Year, friends! It's been a little while since I did a solo episode, so I thought that would be a great way for us to start off our year together. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and holiday season. I don't know about you, but in the last few days of the year, as I scrolled Instagram, I saw many people posting their words of the year, their goals, and their aspirations for 2023. In seeing what feels like everyone doing this, it can make the rest of us who are just not there yet feel a little behind when the year hadn't even started yet, right? A few years ago, I decided to stop feeling this way, to stop feeling behind when I would compare myself to everyone else. Instead of feeling the pressure to have all my goals lined out and my word decided by January 1st, I now use January as my transition month. I pray and carefully think through what I want to work on in the year. I don't put pressure on myself to come up with a word for the year within a certain time frame. Truly, it comes in God's timing. I carve out time to make plans slowly and to imagine my life in the new year. In a world that's focused on hustle and going harder, starting slowly is very countercultural, but I think it's the pace our souls were designed for. When I was in the 11th grade, I was on my high school's varsity soccer team. It was summer conditioning time, and we had to run a lot. For someone who didn't really enjoy running, I sure did a lot of it in those years of playing soccer. A typical run that we used to do was to our town's water tower from our soccer field. It was one and a half miles each way, so a three-mile run in total. One afternoon, our coach decided that we should run it twice, so six miles total round trip. We were not excited about this. My friend Louisa and I came up with a strategy of how to finish the six-mile run. We decided to stay together and to start slowly. It didn't matter to us that we were the fastest. What mattered to us was pacing ourselves for the journey ahead. We knew that keeping a steady pace would get us to the finish. We also knew that In going together, we could push each other and encourage each other when we felt like giving up. Our coach blew the whistle and our team started running. Most of our teammates blasted past us. We started slowly, running a little faster than a light jog. 
Although it felt like such a long road ahead, we kept our slow and steady pace. Eventually, some of the girls who passed us were now stopped on the side of the trail, their sides and legs burning from starting out so quickly. We ran by them slowly and steadily. I honestly don't remember where we finished among our teammates when the run was complete, but what I do remember is that our slow, steady pace served us well. It's a strategy that I also think serves us well now in motherhood and life in general. There is a side of me, the perfectionist achiever side, that wants to burst out the gate at the beginning of the year with my planner in hand and all my dreams and goals written down. But here's what I've learned after after several times of trying that. A fast pace out of the gate doesn't always mean I'll finish what I start. I need some time to transition from the holidays into the new year. I need a slower pace to help me both start and finish well. You probably need that too. So wherever you are right now, friend, in the spectrum of having everything planned and laid out and your goals and aspirations for this year, or if you have not even thought about those things, I have three principles, three start slowly principles that can help us this year. The first one is to prioritize rest. Prioritize rest. I love Matthew 11, 28 through 30 in the message translation. And here's what it says. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I love those words. We can see most clearly When we come from a place of rest, the holidays are an amazing time, an amazing season in our year, but they require a lot of us as moms, right? We are the coordinators of schedules, of meals, of gifts, and so much more. Our bodies and our souls need time to recuperate. We weren't made to constantly be on the run and run at full throttle, We need time to recover. So this month, make time for rest, physical, mental, and spiritual. You won't regret it. For more ideas on how to make rest a part of your weekly rhythm, make sure to check out episode 20 of the podcast. It's all about Sabbath rest and some of the things that I've done to incorporate Sabbath into my life that I think will be really helpful for you. So I will link that in the show notes for you. The second start slowly principle for us is to embrace slowness. Embrace slowness. Our world runs at a breakneck pace. Our attention spans are getting shorter all the time, are they not? (laughs) We want things quickly. 
But do truly good things come from microwave rapid speed? Do we want a shallow life or a life of deep richness? Really good things take time to ripen, to develop, to grow strong roots. The most impactful book I read last year was Growing Slow by Jennifer Dukes Lee. I can't recommend it enough. It is so good. In preparation for this episode, I was looking back through it, all the things that I had underlined, and I wanted to share a couple of quotes with you that I really love and just felt so meaningful to me. So the first one, she says, you can get so rushed chasing a certain kind of remarkable life that you miss the fact that you're already standing inside the one God gave you. And then the next quote says, stop idolizing speed. A growing slow life can give you what your heart really longs for. Permission to take a beat and to take a breath. Grace to try again. Courage to walk instead of run. And space to live in the astonishing and wild love of Christ. I hope those words encourage you as they have encouraged me. And I just love how she talks about the fact that we can get so rushed and trying to hustle and do the next thing that we miss out on this beautiful one and only life that God has given us. And that it's when we slow down that we really can truly experience the life that he has for us. So that was number two, embrace slowness. The third start slowly principle we can adopt is to know that it's not really a race. Your pace is your pace, friend, and it doesn't have to look like anyone else's. You're not behind. You're right on time for the life God has for you today. When I first became a mom, I struggled with not being able to achieve all that I could before. I couldn't pop into a store as quickly. I couldn't finish a book at the pace that I had before. I couldn't make progress on writing or house cleaning at the same speed that I had before. I felt frustrated at myself that I couldn't do things the way I used to. And then I looked around and it seemed like all the other moms I knew were able to do it all with ease. And I often asked myself, what am I doing wrong? Eventually, I realized that I was doing two things. Number one, I was comparing myself to other moms, but other moms have different gifts, strengths, experiences, and abilities than I do. They have different levels of capacity and limits. We weren't made to be cookie cutter moms, and it's never fair to compare ourselves to anyone else. Number two, I was comparing myself to me from a different season. And that wasn't fair either. My capacity and limits had changed, hello, no sleep, because my life season had changed. While I couldn't do some things as quickly as I had before or achieve in certain areas at the level of previous me, I was still doing and accomplishing a lot. It just looked very different. 
It just had a different pace. Friends, there are seasons to life, and it serves us well when we accept and embrace the opportunities and limitations in each season. We can burn out and miss out on the goodness of ordinary life when we fight against the season we're in right now. Back when I was pregnant with my son, so that would be about 12 years ago, I purchased a large vinyl cutout of our last name to put above our fireplace mantle in our living room. This was when Pinterest became really popular and I was feeling the pressure to decorate my house. So we we bought this vinyl, we put it up. And a few years later, when my son was two or three, one day I caught him picking the vinyl off the mantle. I couldn't believe my eyes. I scolded him and he started crying. So, of course, I snapped a picture. And in this season, my little guy had also colored on our cream-colored sofas several times. So, of course, I posted about this all on social media to capture it, and one of my friends who has kids older than mine responded with a comment that I have come to appreciate and repeat in my head very often, and she said, this just isn't your season for aesthetics. This just isn't your season for aesthetics. I appreciated her wisdom so much because she reminded me that there are seasons for things. There will be seasons in life when you can do certain things and seasons when you can't. And that's not only okay, it's good. So friend, love where you are right now. Seasons come and go and there are blessings and burdens in each of them. The important thing is to experience them in all their fullness. Embrace the journey and the pace and the season that God has for you. So again, life isn't a race. Your pace is your pace. You aren't behind on experiencing what God has for you. It's okay to start slowly. It's okay to be a late bloomer. It's okay to take your time. You aren't missing out on achieving your goals and dreams for this year if you don't have them all lined out in a bullet journal that you're tracking every day. You're not missing out. You're not late. Our God makes things happen in due season. So I hope you carry these principles with you. So just to recap, number one, prioritize rest. Number two, embrace slowness. And three, know that it's not really a race. So friends, at the end of every episode, you know that I like to ask my guests some fun questions. And when I do a solo episode, I like to answer them as well and give you some recommendations. So first question of what am I reading, watching, or listening to these days? I have a couple things for you. Reading. I just finished Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. So many of my writer friends have recommended it over the years, and I finally got a copy this summer and 
finished it. It was my bridge book between 2022 and 2023. I finished it a couple of days into the new year and I really enjoyed it. And I will keep it. I'm I'm one of those people that I don't get rid of books very easily. So this will definitely be one that I will keep in my writing collection. And then another book I'm reading is Soundtracks by John Acuff. As a team at Mops, we uh, are reading that book right now. And it has been so helpful to identify and rewrite some of the bad soundtracks that I have going in my head. So I highly recommend that book. And then something I am watching or have watched recently, over Christmas break, my mom and I went to see I Want to Dance with Somebody, the movie about Whitney Houston. Although we sadly know how her life ends, I enjoyed the movie and I thought it was well done. I loved the costumes and how the actress who plays Whitney Houston really adopted some of her mannerisms and I felt like she did a really great job. I grew up on Whitney Houston music. And Whitney Houston music. And since seeing the movie, I've just been listening to it nonstop. So much so that when I took my son to school the other day and we hopped in the car, he said, Mom, can we listen to anything but Whitney Houston or Taylor Swift, which is my daughter's ultimate favorite. So it made me giggle. Next question, what is the favorite product, service, or practice that makes my life easier? So you may have seen me post this on social media before, but my favorite service or favorite company that I have been using lately is Citrus Pear. They offer meal classes. They are a regional company in just a couple of states, mostly Mountain West states, I learned about them about nine months ago or so. I saw a friend post on social media about it, and it's a meal prep class that you go to at specific grocery chains, and in a two-hour class, I can make either 10 or 20 dinners, so like nights of dinner, if you think about that, like an entire meal for my family that I pop in the freezer and then I pull them out the day I want to make them and cook them in the slow cooker or the instant pot. And then you just have to make simple sides like rice or have tortillas for tacos or things like that. Super simple day of prep. And it has been such a lifesaver to have those meals with my kids' sports schedules and activities and concerts so that we're not eating out quite quite as much. So I have just loved them. I feel like they have been saving my life lately. So I will link their website in the show notes if you are in the Mountain West area and you can sign up for a class. I highly recommend it. If not, this might be a great just idea for you to check into freezer meals. I actually, years and years ago, I found a pin on Pinterest that said something like, make you know, certain number of freezer meals in just a couple of hours. And so I did, it came with a grocery list and I did go out and buy the the meals and I prepped them one day, one afternoon while my kids were napping and had them in the freezer. And it was just really helpful. So that's something that you can explore as well. But I, it's just so nice to have a meal I can plop in the slow cooker instant pot and we can have a delicious, healthy tasting meal with minimal day of prep. And so far, my family has loved all of the meals and we get the medium size, which says it serves three to four people, but usually we have maybe even a serving or two of leftovers just 
based on the size of portions that my family eats. So highly re- recommend citrus pear. They they have not paid me to say that. I'm just a very satisfied customer who really loves being able to to use their company and come home with meals that that helps my family. So love them. Next question: What is my best soul or self care tip for moms? I'm going to give you a super practical one that I have been utilizing in this season. So. It is to get your car washed regularly. (laughs) And I know that's not very deep. It's a little more service level, but lately that has helped my soul to breathe a little bit. I have been getting my car washed regularly. Having a clean car just helps my life feel a little more put together, a little less stressed when I'm, when I have a clean windshield to look out of, or there's not snack wrappers and cups and water bottles running, you know, rolling around in my car. It's just, it just makes me feel a little better when my car is clean. So related to the next, the last question about a product service or practice that makes life easier, what we ended up doing was purchasing an unlimited car wash pass at the local car wash close to us. So I go as many times as I want in a month for one price. I spend a lot of time in my car during the season of my life, so it really eliminates stress to have it clean. And with the unlimited pass that I get, that includes full service, so it's just nice. I can pull up, get out of the car, and they take care of it. Or it also includes like the express wash, so sometimes if I don't have time or just want the outside washed and I can dry it myself. So it's nice to have options, and again, it's one low price, and it just helps my life to feel feel a little bit lighter and that is good self and soul care for this mom right here. Last question, what is God teaching me in this season? As the calendar turned to 2023, I have a greater awareness of the time left with my kids in the house our daughter will graduate in three and a half years, and it just seems too soon, too soon. So I am trying my best to delight in this season of our life. It's a lot of busyness with my kids' activities and social schedules, but I know it's a season that won't last forever. This ordinary life really is something extraordinary when we open our eyes to delight in it. And that is what I am trying to do this year and in this season of our family's life. Before I let you go, I want to let you know about a couple of things. First, did you know that I have a monthly magazine? It is called Restore, and I send out a new issue the first Friday of every month. I like to think that Restore magazine is small but mighty. It takes less than 10 minutes for you to read, and I try to make it full of encouragement and inspiration. And best of all, it's free. Cost you nothing other than just signing up via the link here in the show notes. And I would love for you to read it. As soon as you sign up, it will send you the link to the latest issue. I hope you read it, that you enjoy it, and that you share it with your friends. 
Second thing to let you know about is that if you enjoy the podcast, you can now support it financially. There is a link in the show notes through my podcasting platform, and I just wanted to let you know that that's available, but no, there's never ever any pressure or obligation to do so. I just wanted to let you know about it. There are costs associated with podcasting. So if you, whether you want to donate one time or set up recurring, you can do that here in the link that I will put in the show notes. And then other ways that you can support the show is by sharing it with your friends on social media as you're listening. If you take a screenshot, post that, tag me, and share with others that you listen to the podcast and that you enjoy it. Another big thing that you could do to be a support is to leave a rating and a review over on Apple Podcasts. It takes just a few minutes to do that. And the more five-star ratings and reviews a podcast has, it helps other people be able to find it when they go to search for a podcast or a topic that they are interested in. Apple will bring that up. So I would just really appreciate it if you could just take a couple of minutes to do that so that other moms can find this show and just use it in their lives and be part of our community that we have here at the Perfectionist Guide to Mothering. Friends, thank you so much for your love, for your support. Thank you for your time. I know your time is valuable, and I truly appreciate that you spend some of it with me a couple of times a month through these episodes. I'd love to hear how this episode or any other episode of the podcast has impacted you. I'd love to hear about your goals and your dreams for the year. I'd love to hear about when you finally discern what your word might be for the year. So send me an email or a direct message through Instagram. I would love to hear from you and love to connect with you more. I hope you have an amazing and blessed January as you start slow into 2023. As we go, I want to remind you that you're doing an amazing job as a mom. No, you're not perfect. None of us are. There's no such thing. But you're showing up, you're learning from your mistakes, and you've got God on your side. He fills in the gaps of our imperfections, and we can trust Him. Keep going, my friends. You are doing good and meaningful work. I'll see you next time.